Join Greenbook at the 2024 Insight Innovation Exchange Conference Series. IIEX is your global hub for connections, inspiration, and innovative solutions in market research. Visit greenbook.org events to learn more about events in Asia, the Americas, and Europe. Use the code podcast for 20% off general admission on all upcoming events. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Tremendous. Tremendous helps you set incentives to all your respondents, making them happy and eager to participate in your next study. See how Tremendous can save you time and money on research incentives at Tremendous.com. Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Green Book Podcast. We are glad to be here sharing this time with you. Yeah, we always think that the Green Book Podcast is a joyful experience, but today it's going to be more joyful than most because we are going to talk about the year of joy. And just hang on, you're going to hear all about that with our guests today. And I will introduce them one at a time and they can tell you about themselves. First, Debbie Schlesinger-Hellman. Debbie, welcome. Thank you, Lenny. It's wonderful to be here. Thrilled to be able to share a little bit about what Andrew and I are doing. For those who don't know me, I've been in the research uh, community for 45 years and a lot of different roles along the way. More recently, Andrew and I have started uh, the Art and Science of Joy and we are about to launch our year of joy. So we're really excited about bringing more joy to the world, one at a time if need be, and excited to talk about it. For those who don't know me, I used to be at Schlesinger Group, a family business, so I've been around for a long time and I know many of you. Thanks for having me, Lenny. It's great to have you, Debbie. As usual, as this works, uh, Debbie and I had a whole other conversation last week about this. I wish we had recorded. Uh, so we'll try and remember to recapture some of that lightning in the bottle during this conversation, Debbie, but it's great to have you. And then the man, the myth, the legend, uh, person that everybody knows as well, Andrew Cannon. Andrew, welcome. Lenny, a pleasure, a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you for welcoming me and Debbie to talk to you about joy. It's good to have you. Now, for those who don't know you, because even though I think that you're the man, the myth, the legend, please uh, please extol us so everybody else realizes why <laughs> well, I say I'm a newbie that. in the industry, right? I've only been working in the industry for 34 years, so relative youngster, as it were. But over those years, managed to do a number of different things. Um, and last but not least, been heading an organization called the GRBN, the Global Research Business Network, which brings the national associations and regional federations together into one happy family. So I've been busy over the last 10 years herding those cats, sheep, um, whatever you like to, to refer them to. And that's been a wonderful journey. And then over the last three years, I've really been committing myself to this mission of bringing more joy to the world and had a real pleasure to be partnering up with Debbie to double the joy for me but also enable us to amplify joy to others in a way that I couldn't do otherwise. So a big thank you for Debbie for partnering up on this project. It is great to have you both. And you know, usually I think of myself as the old fart in the room. Um, so I am joyful that with both of you, I'm not. <laughs> uh, the baby, only 22 years thinking, oh my gosh, you know. So I, I'm in the 
the presence of gods, right? No. <laughs> we stand on the soldiers of, of giants, right? And we learn from each other. You know, I say those those youngsters of 20 some years, I'm learning from you. <laughs> Let's see if you still think that after this call, uh, <laughs> this conversation, Debbie. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is it, really, you are both legends in the industry and it's a privilege to have you here spending time with us and our, our audience. So let's dive in. Uh, let's talk about the, let's get the backstory of what brought us to this idea of trying to spread joy in the world and the process of doing that. So Debbie, since we started with introductions with you, why don't I pick on Andrew for, uh, for this one to start us off and then we'll dive in. So Andrew. Yeah, I mean, the backstory, I mean, that could be its own book in its own, I suppose, and it, maybe it will be one day. So you heard it first on Lenny's podcast, but I'm sure there will be a book around this backstory. Um, and it's partly, you know, a personal journey for, for myself and also for Debbie in her journey. So there's a personal element to it around how this sort of change in the world that we all see around us how you know it's influencing us to different degrees and for me you know this last sort of 20 years of a roller coaster when you know the world has been impacted since 9 11 with with many challenges um brought me personally to a place where i was in a rather rather dark place personally um in my personal and professional life at that time about 10 years or so ago of which grbm was part of my saving sort of journey but beyond that i'm finding along that journey this little word called joy and understanding that i need that not only for myself but to use that power to actually help others find more joy in their own life and was really my personal sort of savior for myself but at the same time realizing that i could use my talents you know which i spent over the years honing of understanding people understanding consumers, but to, to take that knowledge and see how I can apply it to helping people live more joyfully. All right, there's, there's a lot to unpack there. and We're going to get to it because that uh, I found myself choking up a little bit because thinking of the times in my life as well that I, I think everybody can relate to where, boy, we could use a little bit of joy, right? Yeah, um, for sure. So at, at a high level, absolutely commend that initiative because yeah, we need, we need more in, in the world. So get the the mission the motive let's talk about the process i mean debbie do you want to talk a little more about how you guys are approaching this idea of spreading joy to achieve this mission absolutely you know it's an interesting thing andrew and i've been working on this for, for three years doing something else in the beginning that then led us here i don't want to say that i've had the exact same journey as andrew has had but also had questioned over the last 20 years, why I was not feeling as joyful as I used to feel and coming up with some of the things that I could control, right? So where do we have control and how do we help each other, ourselves and each other, the world be a better place? So, you know, we started the art and science of joy and that was a lot about research, being researchers as we are, and taking the data and looking at it and deciding, you know, what could we do with this? And then of course, looking at some, you know, other research that had been done to name just one uh, the Harvard review had done some research on where we lie within joy 
each one of us. You know, some of it is you're born a certain way, right? So predetermined. And then there's some that's circumstantial, you know, things that happened in your life, which could lead to more joy or less joy, or just not being able to manage how your emotions are. And then there is 40%, that's a large piece of the pie, that is literally in your own personal control. So Andrew and I said, well, how do we help people understand that? What can we do to help people empower them to make those intentions that they themselves could bring joy to their own lives? And wouldn't it be wonderful if this then became a larger piece of society? And many, many folks would gain this knowledge that they have control of a lot of the joy that, that they can bring to themselves and to others. And to the others is a big piece of this, right? So we're looking to empower people, live more joyfully. And that does not mean that every day is, you know, just wonderful because that's not realistic, things happen. But how can we bring more joy even when things are not just wonderful? And there is a way to do it. There's a lot of data out there, there's a lot of research and there's a lot of experts. And Andrew and I don't claim to be the experts on this. We want to bring all those experts together for the larger population so that we all can gain this more joyful life that we're looking for. Well, certainly commend the ambition in every way. Uh, but the question, I guess, kind of my mind and some of the folks in the audience is, you know, this is the Green Book podcast and, you know, we're all market researchers. And so how do we get from this idea of spreading more joy, let's call it joyology, for lack of a better term, how does that play in the market research industry or does it? So what's the connection point other than we all happen to know each other from you know being in the industry? Is there, is there a research specific focus on this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a very interesting one. And I've, you know, more broadly than that, I've been always questioning that idea of what's the connection between joy and business before we bring it down to the to the research sector or the insight sector. So, so my sort of, when I was on this journey was saying, well, do I really need to get out of business? Do I need to go and, you know, they're not a very joyful bunch, right? So do I need to find my tribe outside of, outside of this world? And I kept being sort of nudged back on that and saying, no, that, that really this is about being a bridge, about understanding the power that business has and business leaders have to influence things for good right, as much as anything else. They have that power. Debbie talked a lot about power and choices. And it's very much, you know, with business leaders and the, the capital they control, what they do with that power. And so if we can inspire business leaders as much as anyone else to make choices that create a more joyful, better world, then that's a good thing. So rather than sort of run away from that world and saying, um, they don't understand what I'm talking about. Let's move forward towards that world and embrace the people within that who do. And, you know, we were both, Debbie and I, at the Insights Association CEO Summit in January, talking about this really for the first time. And we're really impressed by the amount of CEOs there who were open to this concept and, you know, being very authentic with their own journeys and their own struggles as well as their own successes. So I could definitely see a feel, a, a change 
in how business leaders are feeling and how they're talking and also being impacted you know by by this change but when we bring it down to the insight sector i think one of the beauties is and we talked about this lenny a while back think about the reach our industry has into society how many people we touch not just as employers or through clients but also through the respondents through the participants in research i think you threw out a number to me about 30 million people in america we touch each year through our surveys and our, and our qualitative research and so that's a huge reach right so imagine if we can leverage that reach to bring you know joy to what almost 10 percent of the population in the us wouldn't that be wonderful now i'm a bit of a as you know a bit of an optimist um, a bit of a sort of Don Quixote almost sometimes at this thing. So, but also realistic that we probably won't reach, you know, 30 million people. But even if we reach, you know, 1 million people, 2 million people, isn't that fantastic? So that's why I see, you know, this industry is primed to be in a good position to be able to partner with us on this project because of that reach, that symbiosis we have with society. Plus, there's also a lot of really great people in this industry with good hearts, I think. So a good combination, right? Lots of power and good hearts. To add to that, Andrew, I, I totally agree. Not only do we reach these people, these participants who have been so gracious to be part of our industry over the years, over you know a century, half a century for me, but it's a give back to them. So this is really sort of a gift. Participants have been, you know, helping us do research over the years so that we in this community could gain information, data, and use that to make decisions, business decisions. And now we would like to give them something for themselves and their friends and family, giving back to them something that might be useful, not only, you know, for them and for this industry, but for society in general something that will inspire them, something that will empower them. And it's not just for those participants. We talk often about how all of us in the industry never get to participate in surveys, really, because we're always um, a terminate. But in this particular case, everybody could participate. So Lenny, you could participate. I could participate. Anybody from any of the organizations, their employees, they all can participate in this. It's something that we hope will be sort of a domino effect of just spreading joy throughout the world. And we're starting with our industry because what better place to start? First of all, we're an industry of big hearts. So it is a, a wonderful place to start. So, well, and, and agree. I mean, some of the most wonderful people in the world <laughs> are in this industry like you two. But let's... Uh dive in a little bit deeper in that idea of what, what this participation look like. So if we, so we get the high level view, right? We all, the world needs more joy. And I would say that that is a uniquely personal thing in expression, but not necessarily in theory, right? I, I think we, we get the elements of joy. And actually I say we get that. Uh, we'll let's circle back around. I want to ask you a question. What research shows on what are those determinative factors of joy? But before we get into that, knowing that it is a, a unique thing, it, that it's an individualized experience, how do we participate in that at kind of a macro level? 
what role can businesses concretely play, especially in the insight space, in helping to drive joy to respondents? I mean, surveys are not a particularly joyful experience usually, right? So, so what does that look like when we say participants? What is that participant experience like? Let's start there. Okay, right. So what we're doing here with the Year of Joy is in a way we're disassociating the participation in research from the participation in the Year of Joy initiative so for example you know the participation in research is often incentivized as a reward for their time a gift for their time whereas when we talk about the the year of joy and we're inviting people into that there's no financial incentive to participate in the year of joy it really is the gift of joy is reward enough as we see it for those who care and obviously we know from our research not everybody cares Right. So we know there's a huge proportion of the population who is not ready to bring more joy into their lives. And that's OK. That's OK. But there's also a large number of people who do want that. And so, you know, through this year of joy project, we are able to offer them. So when we look back at, you know, what does research participation motivation look like? We know the financial incentive is important, but people are motivated also by other things. They're, they're motivated by their desire to positively impact, to connect, to be part of something. So we can play into those values through this initiative and show that the research industry cares about them as people, not just about respondents or people taking surveys, but to say, no, you know, we understand there are real people here and we care about their well-being as much as we care about the well-being of our employees um, or even our families right but we care about them as people and therefore giving them this gift of joy is just a thank you to them for their efforts so we don't try and mix these two things up right let's keep the business of research separate and let's keep this gift as the year of joy as a real gift okay uh, i'm still hung up on the idea though of is it about making the experience a more positive and better experience? Or is there some type of process where we engage consumers in some other action or activity that helps perpetuate this joy idea? Kind of like, you know, my wife loves to pay for the car behind her, right? Pay it forward, it, going through the Starbucks, right? Something to, of that nature. And, and I, I, everybody, let's all recognize we're, this is still early, right? So we, we don't have all the answers on how this is going to go, but what are you, what are you thinking? Debbie, any thoughts on that, that specific process? So there's an absolute process to each individual person. You know, everyone will get to take the joy barometer, right? So a measurement tool to see how joyful you are personally. Right? You'll, you'll answer this and you'll see where your joy lies. You'll see where maybe you're not putting in the effort, but maybe would like to put in the effort. And there will be things on this joy barometer that might not be that important to you, right? So everyone will get to take this joy barometer to start. We will talk about what the recipe is for joy. There's, you know, the four key pillars to be a joyful person is you have to have well-being, you have to have belonging, 
you have to make some sort of a positive impact either on people or the planet, something like that. And of course you have to have fun, right? That's the, the journey we're all on. So within those four main pillars, there are all these ingredients. And within the ingredients, there are these joy superpowers. And for an example, within well-being, you need to have physical health, you need to have mental health, emotional health, and some sort of spiritual health. And within those, there are areas that you can work on. Maybe it's nutrition. Maybe it's about sleep. Maybe you need to work on your exercise patterns, right? Each of these ingredients have these superpowers. And our goal is to have 52 superpowers given to the participants, those who want to join our year. Every week, there'll be a different superpower. There'll be an expert, not Andrew, not myself, but an expert in that area. For example, Rob Volpe is the expert on empathy. He happens to be in our industry as well. How, how cool is that? And he will hopefully do a week-long informational, educational, and tips on how to bring more joy to yourself with empathy. Having empathy is really a big part of a joyful life. So each week there will be a new expert bringing to the participants a number of exercises, information. And from that, there will be some research that is conducted that will tie into our industry and, and research we hopefully could use for years to come, white papers, a, a number of, of research. We have a lot of researchers interested in doing research on this. It's an exciting topic because it is so on target right this moment. Should be at all times, it should have always been, but right at this moment, as Andrew said, from all the negativity for the past at least 20 years, there's a real need for this. Does that answer the question, Lenny? It does, it does, thank you. Your answer was far better than my question. So and much better than my answer. So well done, Debbie. <laughs> well, it's one of the it's those superpowers, right? We're combining exactly, exactly. And I love that concept of the the joyful superpowers. Now, and it just occurred to me that a few weeks ago, I connected with another colleague in the industry, Lisa Miller, who is doing a tracking study on joy. So, and, and by you guys can't see their expressions. By your expressions, guessing, oh, you didn't know that there's someone else doing this. And that's fine. My experience has been that when the universe is ready for an idea to manifest, it does through multiple channels all at once, right? There's just a lot of folks who just kind of tune into the same wavelength all of a sudden. And whatever you want to call that, there's, I think there's lots of terms in, in psychology and spirituality for that. But, but I believe that it is 100% true. I've experienced it too often. And this seems to be another one of those examples when a lot of folks just recognize that there is something to this concept that brings value to the world and helps us move to a better place as a culture, even as a species. So have you seen that? Have you seen other initiatives materializing around the same time that you've come to this place that think, yes, we're, we may be you know, taking different paths, but to the exact same destination, because by God, the world just needs this now. It is time. Right? Have you been experiencing that? Yeah, it's it's really great 
so take you back three years lenny right when you googled three years ago for example joyful living you know what you would have received basically the top 10 hits would have been about real estate and jacuzzis and swimming pools on your patio right that was the concept of of, of joy right it was these material things you could add to your life there and fast forward three years it's a very different world as you said you know it, it's in a way you know what used to be happiness um the pursuit of happiness um, perhaps in in former times has sort of morphed into an understanding mm -hmm. that in some respects that's a bit of a false dawn and there are many emotions you should be feeling and not put them away in the pursuit of happiness and you know you should embrace grief embrace anger um what you see in the world and it's just how you then channel that but now yeah fantastic one of the key ones you if some of your listeners aren't aware is there's a beautiful film just come out called mission joy featuring the dalai lama and desmond tutu and their last meeting and there's a whole concept a whole program happening around that mission joy and that's a very spiritual type of joy obviously but it's a wonderful heartwarming film if you haven't seen it and the program taking it on to see how they can build more joy in the world and so there's lots of these things popping up and our philosophy is it's collaboration over competition you know it's more the merrier that there's a huge problems in the world we need to, to face and the more people who are tackling them in different ways i just think it's a wonderful thing and shows that we're on trend you know which is part of the trick of these things as you know Lenny you don't want to be 10 years before the trend or 10 years afterwards so you know I think we're we're right in the sweet spot now of people realizing that hey joy is not just about unicorns and you know fluffy clouds and rainbows really it, there is a science to this and we can use the science in our industry to to help people build their own recipe for joy. As you said, it's very individual at that level, but the building blocks are the same. It's just how you mix them into your own cocktail becomes the individual thing. And that's how we can not do it for people, but we give them the inspiration and the empowerment, which Debbie was talking about. We're gonna take a quick pause to highlight our podcast partner, Tremendous. Tremendous helps you set incentives to all your respondents making them happy and eager to participate in your next study. Stop writing paper checks, manually keeping track of 1099s, fielding recipient questions, and selecting gift cards one by one. Automate your research incentives with Tremendous. Recipients can choose from gift cards, Visa prepaid cards, PayPal, Venmo, and bank transfers. Tremendous is free to use with volume discounts available. Learn more at Tremendous.com. Now, Debbie, you can go back to uh, your your Schlesinger days. Right? One of the things that always impressed me about about the business was the unabashed advocacy for social good. Right, uh, the company would sponsor you know certain things that obviously were were just purely altruistic. Right, that was it. Didn't, didn't seem to make sense for the business, but it sure seemed to make sense of being a good human. So, did that help get you to this place as well after you transitioned out of Schlesinger to realize, wait a minute, those were those were things that I could do on a regular basis within this business, and I miss it. I want to do something, you know, still do something different, uh, or do still do good things, but in a different way. Was that part of that for you? Sure. I mean, I was raised, we were raised, my family, we were raised to be part of society. 
and part of being part of society is doing something good for society. I mean, that's that's been from the time I was very young. And my brother, Steve, incorporated that into our business. My mom did prior. And we always were trying to do something that was helpful to the world. When I decided to step away from the company to do something else, Andrew and I connected. And I've known Andrew, obviously, for 15, 20 years. We've done a lot of work and things together within the industry, and we have similar passions. And he talked about this other thing we did three years ago that then morphed into this. And I said, I'm on board. That's something that really speaks to me. And it's not only about giving back, because that sort of sounds like it's about me, me giving back. It's just that I want the world to be a better place. And I want to do my share in making the world a better place, whatever, whatever that is. I want to do that thing that is helpful and um, hopeful. I want to inspire as I have been inspired over my lifetime. I want to inspire others. And I would love to be able to empower them. That's not the easy part. That's a little bit harder. But to empower people to take some control of what they're doing to help themselves and to help others, because that's part of this. This isn't a solo journey, even though it's customized for yourself. The goal here is that it amplifies and that it moves from you to your family, to your friends, to your coworkers, to your groups that you're in, whether it's school or church or work or wherever, and that you talk, we, we talk about this and we keep this movement going. And thank goodness for all the others, as I feel like we're right on trend, Andrew, um, but all the others that are doing similar work and joy, as you said, Lenny, because it's so needed. It's so needed right now that we all could be doing this. There still wouldn't be enough. So the more the merrier, as Andrew said, we love to collaborate with those who are also doing something like this. This is not a business of competition or owning something. This is about sharing our experiences and what we can learn from each other and how we can elevate each other. So now we think about this, and thank you for, for that. There's a lot going through my head and probably things I don't, I'm not sure I wanna talk about <laughs> in this this setting, but I hopefully we get the chance to sit down and talk a, a lot more about this because I, I think it's fascinating and amazing. But when we did the, the rehearsal for this, you also shared that there was actually a, a children's component, uh, which by the way, I did receive the game right before this. Thank Great. you. Uh, thank you, Debbie. So which reminds me, let, can we talk about the the tools? So you mentioned the the joy barometer. You know, we, we've got this card, these cards, and I'll let you talk about what else? What are other other tools and, and solutions that are part of this idea that you guys are bringing out and making available to people? Yeah, so let's talk about, I'll let Debbie talk about the cards and EQ Joy in a moment. Before we get to there, let's talk about how we're actually going to make this Year of Joy practically work, right? Because I think a lot of people understand the concept, as you say, but they're maybe scratching their heads. How, how are you actually going to do this? So if we look at it from a sort of customer journey perspective, you know, the concept is rather simple that we're going to use the power of the, the research industry, the panels to get the invitations to the year of joy out there. 
that'll be our main source of people and hopefully people will see the invitation they'll get excited they want to find out more and as debbie already mentioned taking the joy barometer is the first step to understanding where you are and the next step is then to join a community because what we found when we've dug into the research in this well-being for some people is they can do it on their own but many people need that community to make change happen to make it stick so part of the tool that we're offering them is this to join a community where they can join others who are also on this journey to find more joy in their lives to bring more joy to others and through that community share experience right and support each other on their own journey support each other on helping others within that it then boils down really to the joy superpowers and each of those different tools within each of those superpowers so you know how do you bring more gratitude into your life there are certain tools you can use to do that and we don't expect everybody to learn everything in a week right this just because we have a theme for a week doesn't mean that you just switch off this is the start and you then see okay i want to integrate gratitude into my life over the next few weeks let's join a subgroup of the community of people who all care about bringing gratitude into their lives let's share our experience let's help each other what works what doesn't work you know give each other support and i think that's going to be a really powerful part of the tool this community element of people having help and giving help on their journey through all of these different superpowers so you know doing that intentionally for a year and seeing how they're becoming more joyful and how they're helping others around them as debbie said you know their their greater community is super important to that so that's sort of the real year of joy community and the tools we'll be offering within that community starting january the 16th is when it's gonna officially kick off so we've still got some time but we still need to get a few more partners on board in the in the insights industry so that's why we're sort of launching this now as a rallying call to all those who are still on the fence saying yes i believe the world needs more joy but i'm not sure how i can help now there's a way for you to help so you know this is the the call to action for that but before i drone on about that maybe it's a good thing for Debbie to come in and tell us how we're going to help the kids. So, you know, how do we become the adults we want to be? Well, we start when we're children, of course. So um, Andrew, with his brilliance, developed this game. I helped along the way, but this is really Andrew was really brilliant. And we have a game called EQ Joy. So it's an emotional intelligence game of cards that you can play. It is geared to children anywhere in the five to 10 year range. Our goal is that if we are able to have our children be emotionally healthy and understand how to manage their emotions, we'll have emotionally healthy teenagers and then emotionally healthy adults. And again, the world will be in a better place. So we have been so fortunate to put a lot of energy into this with a lot of people worked on this, not just Andrew and myself, and we actually just received our nonprofit status. So this is a nonprofit. The goal here is to raise enough funds to produce enough of these games to give out to enough places and people around the world so that everyone has the opportunity to use this to, to encourage the children they either live with, work with, family, 
to be more uh, emotionally healthy. We're hoping to give them out to schools, looking at experts in the field, children's field, like psychologists, even looking to um, underserved communities. It's a small game. It's easy to carry in your pocket. It's not going to cost you know a ton to produce them, but the goal here is to really produce hundreds of thousands of these and give them out. So um, starting very soon in October, we'll be starting our fundraising campaign to gain funds so that we can produce more and more of these and hope to have this as a standalone nonprofit, which will, again, bring more joy to the world. Very cool. Very cool. So now we've kind of talked about it, hinted at it, but to do this, it is a nonprofit. Um, it does require people to engage and help. So let's let's put the call to action out there. So how can our audience and or others help to bring this to life? What are you looking for? So we're looking for a number of things. Obviously, we're looking for money to help fund the project. You say this type of large scale, let's make the world more joyful, doesn't happen for, for free. So there's a lot of time, effort and energy that goes into that. So we're definitely looking for partners who are able to financially contribute to, to help support the initiative and obviously in return can can offer them a, a reasonably strong return on that. But that's not the main point, right? The main point is to give back initiative, which has a, a marketing benefit rather than the the other way around. But more practically, you know, we would love for anybody in the industry who has access to participants to come on board as an invite partner. Right. Say, so yes, I'm willing to send an invite to my panelists, to my qualitative recruitment list. Let's get as many people in, in America as possible to, to join this year of joy. Give them the gift of joy. That would be sort of our first ask. Then we would have an ask for, for research agencies to say, look, we're going to create so much data in this year. That is a treasure trove of data that insights can be gleaned from. We don't have the resources or the power to analyze that data, but there are people in our industry with the brains and the tools to analyze that data in all its richness. So, you know, we'd call in partners, say, hey, who wants to come on board and look at this data, help us understand what are the drivers of joy? What's how are people expressing joy? How are people finding joy in their lives? Let's change that into a narrative which then lives beyond this project to inspire future generations to also live joy in their lives and to, to find their own recipe. And finally, you know, people who want to volunteer, want to spread the message, want to help us really just get noise around this initiative and get that fanfare going that this can change the world if we want it to. All right, so folks, you heard it here. I know there's CEOs of research companies, especially panel companies that listen to this podcast regularly. So let your conscience be your guide on uh, on next steps. <laughs> all right, so all that is is helpful. What else? What else can we do? So let's say I'm just you're just an individual, just a person that wants to help. What can individuals do to help perpetuate this? I think we'll have a lot of content to be used for social media posting and or any kind of media outlets, Lenny. You've been wonderful um, and we'll count on you for something like this, but we'll count on others as well. I think there's great value in a lot of people talking about this, as Andrew said, 
And I think through social media, we'll be able to get this out to our industry, but beyond our industry, which I think would be really a wonderful outcome is if this became more than just an industry event. And we're, we're planning on that, Andrew and I. So anything that would help encourage that social media type of communication would be really wonderful. And we'll put together a lot of content so that it's, it's not a heavy lift for anybody else. You know, if we could find someone to potentially manage our joy barometer, and I know Andrew had a couple of conversations, but you know, that's sort of, we would like that tool to be able to run automatically and, and be fairly simple because as people are going to take it in the beginning of their journey, they'll also be able to take it at the end of their journey to see what the change has been. I think it'll be a really cool tool for each of us to use individually and talk about. I know that after the CEO summit, when a lot of folks took their joy barometer, there was conversation about how joyful they were or weren't, or what it, you know, was it what they expected and what they're going to work on. And um, I think that would give a really wonderful outlook for people to be excited about. So we could use some help with that. As Andrew had said, we have a number of partners who've already joined, and I'm sure Andrew's going to give a shout out to them at some point. And they have offered services as well as a monetary piece to that so that we in turn could turn this around and keep this moving. This is not a, a, for, a big for-profit company at all. So we're trying to make this lean and mean, but also have to survive. And we do have some staffing and support that we'll need to make sure that we have on hand. So anything that people feel that they want to be part of. So a lot of people might want to be part of something that we did not think about. And that would be really interesting to hear from as well as, as you said, Lenny, an individual who feels they want to be part of this, but they don't have, you know, the assets to, to bring something big to the table, but everyone's got something to bring to the table. So we encourage anyone to reach out to us to discuss something that they might want to do or an idea they have, or to brainstorm with us for an idea that we can come up with for them. All right, so Andrew, let's let's give the shout out. So nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> so who's on board already? Yeah, I mean it's fantastic. You know, we've only been having conversations for a short time over the summers. This has really built momentum, but we already have some what we think are really cool partners on board. So I'd like to give a shout out to Echo Market Research, to Innovate MR, to Schlesinger Group to communication for research, to fuel stroke focus room, to Questa, to RTI, to Scoot Insights, to SyncScript, to Zappy, um, as well as our wonderful media partners, you know, Greenbook, yourselves, Insights Association, Quirks have all three decided to come on board and support this initiative. So, you know, with already this group of partners, we're super proud, super humbled to be able to count them all as, as partners from great brands. And um, we know even with this group, we can bring joy to lots and lots of people. But we believe there are more people out there, more companies out there that would like to add their, their names and their brands to this list to say, yeah, you remember that joy thing we did in 2023? I was a part of that. My company was a part of that. You know, if we could say that in 10 years from now, wouldn't it be fantastic? Everybody have a, a good celebration of remembering how we all contributed as one industry to bring more joy to the world. Yeah, that's great. And that is a great, uh, great list. So I will, will add for what it's worth. I know the CEO is one of those companies and for what it's worth. Thank you for doing this as well. Let's get some more in.
so we'll see what we can do to make that happen. All right, here's the the second last question. It's the the infamous focus group question. What did I not ask that I should have? I would love to add that, and I say this a lot, so people who have heard me speak will say, oh gosh, she says this all the time, but I feel it's really important. Joy and happiness are not the same thing. A lot of people are sitting there thinking, well, I'm happy enough. Joy is a muscle that you build. So you got to put the effort in. This is not about hearing something or seeing something cute and funny and that makes you happy. That's wonderful. We need that as well. We absolutely need that. But what we really need as a society is to build from the inside our joy muscles. And I would love to see as many people as possible get on board with the fact that this could be their new intention for 2023. You know, we make those resolutions in the beginning of the year. Most often it's to join the gym or go to the gym. So how about, you know, for 2023, our intention is that we build that joy muscle. All right, that's great. Andrew, anything from your perspective that you wanna add before we wrap up? Yeah, I don't think you are such a good host, Lenny. I mean, I think that you've covered really all of the main points about what we wanted to talk about today, how we could bring more, more joy to the world. What I want to do, I think, is just to encourage people to be open to this and to feel into what we've talked about today. I, I don't know, again, we've got the advantage of having the cameras, you know, we can see how emotional Lenny gets some of the time when we talk about this, as well as myself and Debbie, you know, there really is an energy thing happening here that people can tap into and, and really sh help shift that energy from that we feel out there, the pressure we feel, the fear, all of the challenges in the world, that we can reduce that, that feeling. We can switch it towards joy. Maybe not tomorrow as one day, as Debbie says, but it's, it's a, really is a journey towards that. And if we come together to do it, it's so much easier than trying to do it alone. So I think, you know, find your tribe. And if joy is your tribe, welcome to our tribe. Amen. Uh, <laughs> another way to say it, that just seems appropriate. Because uh, I don't I don't know anybody else, but, you know, 2020 was hard in a lot of ways. I have never been more rageful mm. in my life than in 2020. I went through a period of, and it was fear. It was it was the, the opposite of joy, right? It, it, it was fear manifesting as rage and just, it was dark. It was, I was not pleasant to be around. And internally, I didn't want to be around myself, right? Until I could catalyze that into action that helped bring that joy. So, so my personal experience is right there with you. Anytime that I've ever just been stuck with whatever was going on in my life, until I could find a positive impact, a, a way to, to positively catalyze that and turn it into something good and useful and productive for somebody, for my family, for my, my business, for my colleagues, for my customers, something, my community, I couldn't get over it. But once that started, what an amazing process it's always turned out to be. So, which was probably more appropriate to talk about about 20 minutes ago than now, but you just struck a chord. So, hey, timing is something we can't control, Lenny. It comes no, it comes no but I, and, and yes, find your tribe. I, I love that. On that note, finding your tribe, where can people find you, Debbie? By all means, uh, 
an email quickly, debbie at the art and science of joy.com, D-E-B-B-Y, or on LinkedIn, Debbie Schlesinger Hellman. Give me a call. You may call me. My contact information is on LinkedIn and feel free to reach out. Also can be reached with Andrew at that same Andrew at the art and science of joy.com. We both have other emails as well, but this is the one we'd like you to use for this. And we look forward to hearing from a number of people because Lenny, we know a lot of people listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's listen in his listen, right? So. <laughs> they listen whether like, they hear you or not. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's like the kids. I know you hear me, but are you listening? Of course, my yeah. wife would say the same thing about me sometimes. So it's. Uh... <laughs> I would also add to that, Lenny, that if people want to get ahead of the curve on this, they'll be able to go to the art and science of joy.com and we'll have a landing page for the year of joy where, where they can sign up and be able to then be, you know, fed with messages as we go along towards that January the 16th and make sure they, they get their invite to the year of joy when it kicks off. So that's also something we'd like people to do to, to, to sign up in advance um, to be ready to be part of this, this initiative, this tribe would be wonderful. That's great. Folks, please do that. Seriously. I think we can all agree the world needs more joy. If there is ever a, a non-political, non, just, just, there's no divisiveness in this. <laughs> it's, we can all agree the world needs more joy. So please listeners, uh, let's, let's do our part and, uh, and participate in this. Guys, it has been a pleasure. It has been joyful. I said in the beginning, it was going to be a joyful conversation. It has been for me. I hope it has been for you. I hope it has been for our listeners. Thank you so much. We intend to have you back and give us updates on uh, everything as we go. Speaking of also joyful, uh, I want to give a joyful shout out to our producer, Karen Lynch, our editor, James Carlisle, our sponsor, Tremendous, to uh, Natalie, who is also our co-producer coming on board. And of course, to our listeners, because without you, there's no reason for us to be doing this. So thanks, everybody. Uh, it's been a great episode. We'll look forward to having you back again real soon. That's it for now. Bye-bye. Join Greenbook for the 2024 Insight Innovation Exchange. This global conference series, also known as IIEX, is where connections are made, inspiration is found, and innovative solutions are discovered. With more than 90% of attendees using IIEX Insights to shape strategic business decisions, the return on investment is undeniable. Whether you're in Asia-Pacific, North America, Europe, or Latin America, IIEX is your gateway to the latest market research best practices, tech innovation, and strategies for transforming insights into action. Nurture your career and business with insights from across the globe. And here's a bonus. Use the special code PODCAST to save 20% on general admission for all IIEX events. Visit greenbook.org events today to learn more and register. See you there.